All right, let's go live to the CBDforyou.net hotline. You don't have to live in pain anymore. Having trouble sleeping, inflammation, depression, anxiety, HIV, or cancer, CBD is the perfect solution to get your life back on track. Today's interview with David McLean is brought to you by CBDforyou.net. That's CBDFORYOU.net. We are joined by wrestling promoter and television producer. He was the creator of the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, women of wrestling, World Roller Hockey League, Pro Beach Hockey, and Triple Crown of Polo. We are joined by David McLean. How are you doing, David? Fantastic. How are you, Mickey? Great to be on your station today. Man, I am doing great. Thank you so much for your time. Well, I know you want to talk about your new WOW show coming up. Let's get started at the very beginning real quickly. Now, you grew up watching wrestling with your brothers at a very young age, and I found this very interesting that you started a fan club for Dick the Bruiser, and it got his attention. And he actually invited you to come work with his promotion. Now, as a teenager, when you got, uh, I guess, the communication from Dick the Bruiser that he wanted you to come down and talk to him, I'm looking at some pictures of this guy. Uh, I'd have been pretty hesitant. I thought I would be like, he's trying to lure me in to kill me. What was your first thoughts? <laughs> that is what I thought when that <laughs> police picked me up in an arena one night, Indianapolis Expo Center, and brought me backstage and said, the Bruiser wants to see you. Now, I've been watching The Bruiser on TV since I was a kid, probably since I was 7, 8, 9, and here I am, 13, and the cops are taking me back. Oh, wow. and this mammoth guy with a chest almost as big as Hulk Hogan's. This was about 58 inches. I think the Hulk, the top, was 60. And these 19-inch arms comes down the stairs and says, Hey, kid. Who gave you permission to sell my picture? Oh. And I said, I said nobody. And he said, Well, that's illegal, and it's trademark infringement. Infringement? What the heck? I don't even know how to spell the word. I don't know what it means. I don't know what he's saying. And he and I started almost to cry. And he says, How much money you make tonight? And I told him not too much, maybe twenty, thirty bucks. He says, Well, twenty percent of it is mine. Oh. I'm your new partner. <laughs> and I, and my buddy in Indianapolis, who became a very famous photographer, Scott Romer, he and I would go down either with his dad, mom, somebody driving us, or Sam Minneker, who was the announcer, famed announcer there. And um, we would take photographs of the wrestlers and hang out in the locker room. And what a thrill for a kid between, you know, 14 to 18, hanging out with the Bruiser, Big Cat, Ernie Ladd, wow. the Assassin, Dick the Bruiser. And when I would travel, I would come down in your neck of the woods to Louisiana, and I would go to New Orleans and work my way into the back dressing room area because I knew many of the wrestlers that had come to Indy, like Ernie the Cat Ladd. And so it created a fantasy life for me when, it, when I was a kid. And that led me into seeing a women's wrestling match. I eventually became the announcer. And when I saw the gleam in the eye of the fans, when, you know, as the announcer, I was able to say, would you like to see these women wrestlers wrestle in a cage match? And the fans screamed. I told the bruiser we had just found the new promotion, women's wrestling. And he told me, it's never going to go. Never. No one wants to see women's wrestling. And, uh, that along with how I saw 
they weren't treated as well as the men, and I always thought that was odd when they put in just as much effort. And subsequently, I went around my hometown of Indianapolis trying to put up posters to get women's wrestlers to sign up. I was, I was dead set on setting a lead, and I was thrown out of the gyms, probably some pervert or weirdo they thought <laughs> for women wrestlers. And uh, I, a friend told me, go west, go west. So I came out to uh, Los Angeles, put up an ad in the trades, and had the very first casting for GLOW, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, at Gold Gym, which still exists today in Venice. And uh, any fans that have ever watched Netflix GLOW and seen the opening where they're in a little gymnasium starting and the director is introducing them, this is a show for GLOW, they almost got that right. It was a pretty good imitation. But the very first training of GLOW was done at the Broadway gym at 108th and Broadway, which also still exists, which is a gym in the inner city of Watts um, in L.A. And we would have the, the hopeful wrestlers come down there and train. And um, that was the beginning of modern-day women's wrestling. And you're going to see the culmination of that with all the athleticism and the expertise that has grown over 30 years in women's wrestling on Friday night, January 18th at 9 o'clock Eastern on Access TV. And you got to hand it to my business partner, who's Jeannie Buss. He's got a day job called running the L.A. Lakers. And Mark Cuban from Dallas, who owns Access TV, they're making this possible, and they're making the platform possible for these women to have the only one-hour showcase of women's professional wrestling on worldwide TV on Access. So it's a big night on January 18th. I hope everyone marks their calendar, sets their DVD if they can't watch it, and uh, live, and it'll be on 9 o'clock. Eastern. What time would that be now, Mickey? That would be what? Eight yeah, the, time? Eight o'clock central, yeah. Okay, eight o'clock central. There you go. Friday night, January eighteenth, eight o'clock central. Now that is absolutely amazing. And you talked about uh Bruiser telling you no when you first had the idea of what eventually led to being Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. And I know you probably heard countless of times, no, this won't work. What was your main driving force that kept you motivated to stick to the course? It really was growing up in the business and seeing that women wrestlers could excel and they just weren't given a chance. And nobody at my age at that time knows the word marketing or marketeer or anything. I didn't have any of those aspirations in my mind. I had no clue when I took a photograph at 13 of Dick the Bruiser and I came back to the next wrestling event and people asked me in my, my you know, pocket in my shirt, hey, may I buy some of those pictures? And I sold them for 50 cents and I had no clue that I'd make $5. I had no clue, you know, what women's wrestling would grow into at the time. I just knew they needed, and I didn't even know the word then. We use the word now, platform. I just knew they needed a space. They needed a platform. Um, they could be showcased. I just watched how hard they, they performed and what they did, and um, no one was doing it. 
So one might look back at me and say, God, you were a marketeer, you were marketing. I didn't know that. I didn't know it. I just knew they could be stars like the men. Right. And a lot of the girls today that that had made it to the heights that they have, have you to thank for that. You were a a trailblazer for women's wrestling. And, you know, I was saying to some guys the other day and I made the comment and I hope this doesn't sound sexist because it's not meant to be. And I'm referring to Becky Lynch. The fact that I never thought I'd see the day where a woman was a top draw in a regular wrestling company, not an all-women's company. And I was like, you know, it's fantastic what Becky Lynch is doing. And she has glow and wow to thank for that because, I mean, you definitely push women's wrestling to the forefront. Well, I appreciate that acknowledgement, and I'm lucky to have it. And some of those wrestlers in WWE have written me a note or sent me a note um, to that effect. Saying I started and I watched my first wrestling match due to you putting it on. So I appreciate that and I'm humbled by it. Um, the occasion also happened with WOW. You know, there's, I'll tell you, I won't say the, the uh, wrestler's yet name, I'll just tell the story. But a, we had an event where we asked women to come in and audition, if you will, introduce themselves if they wanted to become women wrestlers for WOW about a year and a half, two years ago. And when I walked into the room, one of them in the front seat was uh, was tearing up. And I said, what's wrong? What's wrong? And she goes, you're David McClain. I said, yes, so what's the <laughs> deal? And she said, you're the guy I watched when I was a little girl that introduced me to wrestling. I watched you on TV when I saw Glow. And then I saw it later with WOW and syndication, and I wanted to be a woman wrestler. I can't believe I'm meeting you. So that was an honor. So uh, I, I'm blessed with that. You know, that's just, it's great. Right. And you got 30 women on your wrestler. They're going to be vying for your championship. Names like Tessa Blanchard. Great lineage in the wrestling industry. What are some other girls we need to look out for? There, here, I'm going to name a couple that are on the independent wrestling scene that people may or may not know, but. One that's from the Texas area, she wrestles under the name Barbie Hayden there. She, she is the governor's daughter, uh, Abilene Maverick. She took over our social media yesterday on, on Wild Social at Wild Superheroes, in, you know, hashtag Wild Superheroes. And she's, she's a great wrestler that's been wrestling about nine years and, again, just hasn't had a platform to break through and shine. Um, there's a wrestler from Atlanta, Kiera Hogan, who's on Impact Wrestling. And when I watched her, I said, what a spitfire in the ring. And we've named her Fire, and she'll be wrestling with us. Um, there's a lady out of the East Coast, um, a powerhouse of a wrestler. Her name is Havoc, and she's um, going to be wrestling. She's the monster of madness. So many independent wrestling stars. Um there's a lady out of New Jersey or New York, excuse me, New York, Willow Nightingale. And when I, when I didn't see her initially, someone else did, told me about her. I watched her video, and she flips off the third rope with a back somersault. It's just, you know, it's as good as anybody in the Olympics. Wow. And I called her up, and after I got off the phone, I said, that lady has the personality that is so big and joyful and exciting 
and she's beautiful. And I said, she's like eye candy because I've got a sweet tooth. And uh, I called her back and I said, hey, I think we've got a name for you, eye candy. She loved it. (laughs) So she's wrestling. So those are some of the independent stars. And you mentioned Tessa Blanchard. She comes to WOW vis-a-vis the gracious uh, efforts of Impact Wrestling. She's their current knockouts champion. And Scott D'Amore over there, the heads, heads it, uh, made it possible. He and I spoke, and he has an affection to see Tessa and other women uh, flourish in the sport. And he knows that while, you know, in its own is an all-women's promotion, and he granted them permission to wrestle in WOW. So thankful for Impact Wrestling doing that. And that's why we're going to see some of those stars. Um, you're going to see a, pheno- a phenom in WOW. And there's not many phenoms in wrestling. I, I've, I've said for a while, Hulk Hogan developed. Stone Cold developed. The Rock developed. They developed into superstar status. The Undertaker developed. He started, I even think, with Jerry Jarrett's promotion. Um, Andre the Giant, when he stepped over the third rope, you said, holy smoke, this is a phenom. We have the same thing happening on January 18th on Access TV at 9, 8 Central in your market. The Beast jumps into the ring. The Beast. And she is a phenom. And when she leaps into that ring, wrestling fans' jaws will drop. And they will know they're seeing a specimen, something unique to wrestling. Um, my, my mindset goes back to the late Joni, Joni Lawler of China. She was a specimen when she came out with Triple H. They both were. And... You said, holy smokes, when you saw him. That's going to happen again on January 18th on Access TV. People will be in awe of the beast. Um, The championship match that night will be Santana Garrett, the champ, in there against an original wild wrestler, another specimen in her own right, Jungle Girl, for the championship. And fans won't want to miss that because... um, the finale is just going to be crazy that sets up the, the series on access. Yeah, well, provides viewers with a family-friendly alternative that is unlike anything else in the market today, placing emphasis on strong athletes, character-driven storylines, and an enduring sense of fun that keeps fans coming back for more as they cheer on their favorite superheroes and boo their favorite villains. Wow. Making its national network debut Friday, January 18th, 9 Eastern, 8 Central. Mr. David McLean, thank you so much for your time today. Mickey, you're the best. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll see all of you watching on January 18th, 8 o'clock in your market on Access TV. It's going to be exciting. And a new day will be born in professional wrestling that evening.